Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm Stuart Roy Whiffin. Yes, Christopher here. Greetings, Greetings travellers. Feels early today for some reason. It's yeah, it's just cold. Yeah. You're mixing temperature with time again. Correct. Yeah. Well you've just come straight off the boat today. I really I, I as I got dressed this morning I was thinking, give you you're you're today you're getting seventy percent fisherman. You're nearly at the hundred percent mark. I'm my fisherman's friend. Your fisherman's friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if that's what you think anyway. So would Cunt's episode have been out by the time this comes out. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun last week, it wasn't really it? was really great, yeah. What a lovely, lovely bloke. It's... it's... Uh, oh. Oh. My hand has been on my penis. It's not cool to blow your balls. Oh. You've just come... Oh. My hand has been on my penis. It's not cool to blow your balls. Oh. You've just come... There we go. Something you can't put out on Acast. Yeah. Well, you can. Yeah. Actually, it's not I mean, such as before. It's, it's if you've be, listened to the drunk cast. Um, no, he, he's he's such a he's such a lovely man. He's a cunt. And um, what's that's a strange sentence, isn't it? It's a drunken swine. I know that obviously he's human. That is very very crass. But there's such a difference between actions and words and stuff like that and, and, and when Christian you're around, around cunt, he, he's, an, he's just a really nice person mm. I've, I've never got I only get really nice vibes off cunt not saying he's a he's, he's you know he's a he's a pushover or, or, or that do you know what I mean he's a, you know he can hold his own mm. most definitely but he's kind with it good. he's mm. kind kind and strong it's exactly what I, I need in a man yeah not a guy who's wearing what looks like a toweling jumper do you want to that, talk outfits yeah, I do actually. I mean, I'm. Just is yours? Is yours ninety percent recyclable? Slow fashion? No. No. This is uh, it's, it's, it's DC. Just mm-hmm. a DC sweater. Prefer Marvel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so oh, we've put an advert out about coming and doing some live shows. Yeah. And we said to uh, to you lot, let us know. Like, we don't want to go and do. Well, we, we won't have enough people to go and do like a, you know a, a, a three hundred capacity theatre or something like that. So we was like, look, let's mm-hmm. use the Patreon money to yeah. to cover us for for, for petrol and, and hotels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like, why don't we just go and do like a stack of gigs hmm. and but just do them in unique little places like little micro breweries and yeah. tattooists and and just things where we can sort of try and cram twenty people in there. Yeah, record a podcast and just hang out and 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 have a bit of a 
a road trip adventure and we can record loads in the cars and in the hotels and just, just get a, a bucket load of We've had a great reaction, haven't we, man? Already, like, already the places we're going to record are really cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's been some amazing ones. Um, a couple more coming last night. I was mm-hmm. looking at just thinking, fucking hell, that's great. So, yeah. yeah, it was just a case of me and you sitting down and working out the logistics of, right, okay, well, look, we can't do South End, then Glasgow, then Southampton. Like, you mm. know, logistically, that don't work. We've got to, we've got yeah. to plan out our tour. Yeah, get it on a map and all that road. Oh, man, that'd be brilliant. And we can meet people along the way. What? Dogging. <laughs> <laughs> spot a cottage in and glory holes I'll teach you all about that baby don't worry about it sweet bruv um, shout outs to our um, um, wonderful uh, sponsors ok do you want to do your favourite first Charles today oh. me and Luke split up oh shit yeah we really split up man I'm back back at Charles I'm just really grateful he took me back in really. can I have that photo of Charles in the bath with the uh, the bag of crisps over that's, his cock and balls that's, that's please Luke. then if you're finished with it that's, that's Luke oh yeah no yeah Luke yeah, yeah. in the bath with it yeah of course yeah. you can mate yeah yeah 100% yeah sweet I've got, mm. I've got stuff in mind for that <laughs> um oh. Okay, um, so yeah, so thanks to those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, 76, who produces uh, this shower shit. Thanks to that sexy bitch. I don't know what you... Uh, the, the audio clip of You're your discussions... You're a today, aren't you? I don't know what's wrong with me, mate. I've, I've had two wanks already. <laughs> I've got a story Can for I you. just say, that wasn't when he arrived. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the car on Can the way, I just yeah. read a title that was sent to me by my friend Mark Irvine today on WhatsApp? It was sent to Mark and Pip. And it said, um, this is, I've got to find you. This is Mark's title. I feel like this is what Chris has been training for his whole life. And it's a fucking, a news clipping. Man on, man high on meth fights off 15 police officers whilst masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) What a legend. Fair play to that guy. Okay. Mate, that's that's literally called double hard. Double hard. He's double hard. Yeah, yeah that should be bad isn't that. He's done a double impact. Double hard. Um So yeah, we 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 sort we sort all that out. Uh the, the, not not that. Uh the the the, 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 the little mini tour we do. Mm-hmm. Um be nice if we could find ourselves somewhere we could have a little swim as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Pack out um pack our swimming shit. And get out there, get out in the in the waters. Yeah. So I was going to say, I really liked that. I haven't even listened to the episode, obviously, of you and Stu. But why was you talking about having me in your pants or having a run around in my pants? I think it was saying that you looked a bit like a ferret. Okay. Yeah. That's Might a have very, been something like that. No, that's a fair. That's a fair observation. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't fair know. I'm going, that's just guesswork, to be honest. That's okay. It's a drunken soiree in the within. <laughs> Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Today's top five. I mean, we put a shout out. We put the picture of uh, Chris and I in the hot tub on socials uh, and on Patreon. Mm. And fuck me, the response of like top fives is great. We, all I do is chart. we just screenshot them all. Yeah. But we've got a year's worth. They're that and, like, good. And if we're going to be doing a road trip for fucking three or four days, we know that we have got no shortage of fucking top, top fives, fives to work our way through. Just that we're not doing this one today, but you know, great one from Josh Funnel. Top five places to have a shit. 
Toilet. Cricket pitch. <laughs> oh dear. Do you um, want to hear today's top five? Yes, please. It's by it's from an RG Liniani. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, my Show friend. Show me. That one there. Uh, Ring any? Do you, you know that one? Can uh, you spell yeah, that? I, 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 pronounce I, I, that? We, we, lots of interaction, but uh, don't know how to pronounce. Sort your name out. Don't be so fucking cryptic. But, RG Lineary, I'm so sorry, man. I'm massacring that. I really am sorry about that, mate. You don't but, look sorry. top five near misses. Mm. I really like that as a top yeah. five. Great choice. Yeah. Um, these aren't going to be five instances where you sh- nearly shit yourself, are they? Oh, are they? You nearly shit yourself when I walked in the studio this morning. That fart was so loud, I didn't think it was a fart. I was so impressed. <laughs> yeah, it made my dog jump in the garden. Um, okay. <laughs> so, the criteria for this is, I guess it can be anything that, you know, you avoided something that would have been worse. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Your turn Keep to start this week, young All man. Right, mate. All right, okay. Mm. I'll start light. Um, have I told you the story of the time when me and a friend threw um, a bucket of freezing cold water over a girl in Wales because she was bullying us? No. Okay. I mean, this sounds like a scene from Grange Hill. <laughs> it kind of is. And uh, this girl was bullying us in this pub. I'm oh, sorry, how old was you? <laughs> Listen, it's <laughs> confusing. We were underage. I'm glad you're cracking open the old, uh, what they call cheese savouries. Yeah. Just such a beautiful food. They're the little ones that are like... Hearts and diamonds mm. and shit. And you've got hexagons in there. And mm. If that's a hexagon, I don't know. Four-leaf um, flavours. What's that? A four-leaf flavour. Four-leaf flavour, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we're in this pub. We were underage. I had my Doggy Dog World dog tags on. I've, I've talked about before. This is where I think, like, I might have got laid once. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had any real interest in girls, instead of being terrified of them. When I was young, I was playing pool, and it was the same night. I've got to interrupt you, because something popped into my head. I'm going to. I got a message uh, from someone I know. Uh, yeah. who, the artist, Paul McDonald. And, yeah. uh <laughs> Who listened in and got in touch. He works at a newspaper, and one of his uh, heads of division... Uh, in, in one of the, the, the offshoots of the, the publication, uh, is our former sensei Stan. <laughs> what? Oh no! It went. Stan, was it Stan Crown? Stan Crown. Yeah, he went. Was your uh, sensei that you and Chris were talking about called Stan Crown? I went. Yeah, he went. He works at the Echo. No. <laughs> oh, should we ask if we can get him on? Brilliant, wouldn't it? Oh, oh, if we get Stan Crown on here. It That's turned it. out, if you ever missed this episode, that, that obviously Chris has banged on about being a black belt for, for years. I was a brown belt. wasn't as good as Chris. Uh, <laughs> but it tur- obviously I was a lot older than Chris. But it turns out that we've been talking about it for years before actually realising we both went to the same karate club and had the same sensei. We're literally like Ken and Ryu. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Go on, carry on the back. Game, no, buddy. that's just fucking amazing. <laughs> if we can yeah. get Stan on here, <laughs> I think we could just close down podcasting now. You can wrap. <laughs> we can wrap every other podcast up that's mm. ever been and go. That's it. Um. Oh, by the way, he was the hardest man on the planet when he when he was growing up. He's brilliant, but he was also like a bit like cunt. 
Firm but fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, with a less um, um, incendiary name. Right, back to the story. Anyway, this girl was being rotten to us in a pub. This is the one where the girl turned out only to have one arm. Do you remember when I right. said this? And no. we were like, oh no, she's bullying us, but I don't know if we can do anything because she's got one arm. Well, in the interest of, um, you know, treating everyone the same, we decided, me and Jay, that actually, no, that shouldn't make a difference mm. if someone's being hor- horrible to you. So we threw, like, we, we'd done this thing where, oh, it was like Jay had the big bucket of water. And then I said something to her because she was always like punching us or kicking us. So then I said something knowing she was going to uh, have a go at me because I was sick of it. So I just st- started it. Let her chase me out the back of this pub and Jay threw a bucket of water on her. Anyway, it was great. But then we realised that that's not like, that's a, quite a negative campaign really, isn't it? It's throwing a bucket of water on a girl. You won. And um, well, yeah, but then like pretty much the entire male population of the pub were really angry about it the the youth male population of the pub so they chased me and Jay around this Welsh caravan park and I think we would have got the beating of our lives had you not had a black belt had no no <laughs> I did actually have a black belt this time did I it was around that time I um we ended up hiding under a caravan like hiding under cowardly hiding under a caravan from about 10 10 dudes it was oh. only one and um I was really shitty. I was really like, oh, this has backfired terribly. We have completely misread this situation. As you do as kids. Yeah, that, that is basically murder at that age, isn't it? What you've just done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I, I just remember us hiding on this caravan and hearing loud, heavy, lots of footsteps of blokes going, let's fucking get them. Get these pricks. And uh, yeah, and, and thank God... I am world championship hide and seeker, aren't I? So sure. I got you know oh, yeah. you're you're you you're safe with me if you need to hide somewhere. You're not. You're too fat. But like if you if you've got a reasonable like frame, you'd be all right. So what's your number five then, mate? Um, I'm gonna start with um, yeah, ju- just a, a a weird one was um, standing outside the front of nightclubs. You generally oh find that there's a lot of uh, situations where you can avoid situations quite quite easily, um, but sometimes you can't. Mm. And uh, I should say I'm not a doorman. I'm I'm no. I'm, I'm a promoter. So you um, fancy yourself as one. That's what all the yeah, doormen tell yeah, me. Yeah, I just hang around with them, trying to look tough, and uh, talking about uh, tits and fighting. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, I. Uh, so there was there, there was. Some lads got thrown out. This was fucking hell, probably ten years ago, and uh, and it was the whole we're gonna be back, we're gonna be back, blah blah blah. All right, okay, okay, okay. And uh, and they didn't come back, but they went and got in their car, and then drove up the high street, and not sort of shouting anything out the window. But I see someone sort of come out the window in the, the James Buckley bus wanker style, but launch a bottle. Fucking hell. And it was just coming straight for my face. And it was like, I'm not a fast mover. Yeah. But I literally just pulled off pure matrix shit. Neo, neo shit. And like, and it just literally just went on the wall, like literally oh. right behind me. Um, yeah, not not the most exciting of near misses, but no. I just remember thinking, that's going to hit me in the face. 
And uh, and and I've got another one with a bottle, but that that, that isn't mine. But you I'm, ended up in AE with that one, though. Yeah, but they removed it. Uh, um, sometimes you can get too sexy for your own good. Um, Didn't you say you was trying to put a little ship up there, and it was just <laughs> ma- massively misunderstood instructions? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was it. Just I just remember thinking, "Fucking hell!" I remember like my heart racing afterwards, just thinking, oh. "Fucking hell!" That was close that could have been really horrible yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a good one that's a tricky thing about near misses because you know it is sometimes it's just, you're talking about something that happened within a second right mm. and then your life is completely ch- changed and mm. I'm, I'm sure we've all had things happen like that regardless whether it's to you or a friend or, it's, it's terrifying really mm. whether it's even simple things like pans of hot water and, and mm. just weird shit like that um well, I'll do my very first one that I remember, like, very distinctly remember, was... Um, is this your number four? This is my number four. Yeah. So, um, it was... We used to do a thing. It was my, it pretty much as... as my se- It would be my second favourite time of year. It is now... Even still, socially, is my favourite time of year, which is Halloween. But it sort of like is my second favourite time of year overall because of Christmas and getting to see all the family, yeah? But Halloween... The reason why I've always loved Halloween is because we used to do a thing called Ghostbusting. I don't know if I've ever told you about this on here, but but basically, we used to pretend that that would involve going and taking the treats off little kids and stuff like that, but we never did that. Um, but we were total... Thanks, mate. We were total um, wicks, and we would... It's weird how the bully become the bullies, isn't it? How do what? Who do what? The bully become the bullies. Yeah, it is. It's karma, isn't Glad it, mate? under that caravan. You didn't learn your lesson, did Car- you? Karma's a bitch. Mm. Um... So, yeah, I, um, yeah, I, so what we would do is egg people, knock, knock on people's houses, egg, um, put bangers through people's doorsteps, put, mm. find dog shit, put it on newspaper, put a banger in it, knock on someone's door, all these sort of like things that, I don't know, that's what we used to do for Halloween. And it was amazing. It was a real good laugh. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to try and pretend that. Hijinks. At, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that at the time I'm. I, I just really enjoyed doing it, and I really didn't see a great deal of wrong in it at yeah. the time well, as well. You as a cunt, that's fine. Oh, shit. Well, I knew that, I, I come to learn that as I got older. Anyway, one day, and it's just like that one, absolute, just in a, a split second, I ran out into the road um, after doing some sort of prank, but it was on the Nares High Street, which is much busier than the sort of normal neighbourhood yeah. roads. And this car just literally had to... Slam its brakes and you know it screeched to a stop in front of me. And obviously, the person you know they didn't get out, but they sort of leaned out and hollered at me, you know, you fucking idiot, or something like that. I can't remember. And my heart just skipped a beat there. And I, I and I really was like, oh my god, man, I, I really did nearly just get flattened. And and it wasn't unknown for kids to die on that road. And get run over. That had happened. Did yeah. more kids get run over in the eighties? <clears throat> I can don't know. I would imagine so. I would imagine so. I would imagine there's there's fewer. Accidents you don't now. see many adverts on the telly now about the Green Cross code and and stopping and 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 because I mean the fact that there used to be adverts on telly telling you out across yeah. the road. Yeah. Like there must have been a, a problem. Have we nailed that now? Do we know out across roads? Well, if you look at the amount of speed bumps there are in, in yeah, these sort point. of neighbourhoods and, and yeah. you know, I think people are generally, I think cars are generally safer to control and drive. 
and there's much more speed awareness, I think. Hmm. Yeah, alright, yeah, fair point. You really have to get down a country. If you want to hit a kid, you've got to get down a country lane. Yeah. Take the kid with you, drop them off, and then just do a little lap yeah. in the field, and then just thunder over them, mate. It's the only way you can really get away with it these days. Right. Yeah. I appreciate your heads up, mate. That's right, mate. Number four. What's your number four? Um, so I'm going to do a couple that in the here that I was involved in, mm-hmm. but it wasn't necessarily me. A near miss view, yeah. But I, I mm-hmm. was involved in this near miss. So, yeah. Um, <coughs> Interestingly, my number three is that. Um, so I um, I had a, probably about three years of being a window fitter. Yeah. And uh, and I've done that with this. This, this this guy called Keith who, who passed away last year and uh, and he's he was like not as a result of what you're going to talk about no 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 um, but uh, but yeah he was one of my like really good mates he was he was a you know probably twenty years older than me um, but uh, when you decide to go sort from, of like mine and your relationship yeah so when you um, like mentor <laughs> yeah. A Stan, Stan Crown type figure. No, I'm more like a Miyagi to you being a Daniel son. <laughs> um, yeah, and, 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 and basically, like, going from, from working in, in nothing but clubs and things like that to then finding yourself on a building site, you're generally surrounded by a very different sort yeah. of... On the whole, I'm, 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 I'm generalising, mm-hmm. a, a very different demographic to what you used to if you just spent your days in bands and things like yeah. that. Yeah. He was the fucking coolest geezer ever. Yeah. He was like um, absolute sort of, you know, textbook tradesman bloke. Yeah. But just, just like, it was like when we was out in London, he was like, what's that bar? And like, and yeah. I was like, that's a gay bar, mate. Yeah. And he was just like, wicked, should we go in there? I was like, yeah. And like, yeah. whereas a lot of the other lad lads yeah, that we were, uh, we were no, like, I ain't going in no, there. I ain't going in there. Obviously, I was completely always cool with shit like that. And and, and Keith was like, yeah, fuck it, let's go in there. It was like fun. And he just like, no, j- just a fucking good person. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, and uh, I was literally saying to Carol, I said, I, this, not a day goes by, I don't think about Keith. Like, and, uh, and it, Are you in love with Keith? Like, it, you just fucking... Top fellow, anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'll yeah. digress. And uh, but we was working at Basildon Hospital, and we was mm-hmm. doing um, windows on the, at the back of the hospital. There's like the the sort of staff, like the the, the nurses' quarters. Yeah. And uh, and I mean, I presume that maybe this a new mi- near missile. I'm still not uh, sure. Like, <laughs> well, no, this means like, where's this going? Well, I was just thinking, like, you know, obviously we, we're doing the nurses' quarters, so you instantly your mind goes into porno scenario. Yeah, exactly. It? This is like, like final destination. The, the yeah, X-ray nah, parody. It was some of the most unpleasant rooms that I had ever encountered in my life. What very dirty or just filthy? What they were the nurses' quarters? Yeah, like, where, the they, per- lived. where yeah. they lived. Yeah, one really? of them. Um, they must have just spent every night in the bath eating chocolate. And so there was just a line of scum on this bath. The bath had never been cleaned. But where they just got out, pulled the plug out, the bath was full up with like chocolate wrappers and things like that, where they just eat it in the bath, throw it in the bath, then just get out and pull the plug out. It was fucking grim. Like, and obviously all the time you're just thinking, oh, these people put their hands inside people's bodies. Um, Nurses don't. They probably just wipe arses. But at the same time, it's like... yeah. Anyway, so 
we're on. Oh, sorry, that was hugely um, disrespectful. Dis- to dis- fucking nurses. dismissive of anyone within yeah. the care industry. I, I, yeah, I, I've, 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 you've, you've helped my dad a lot. I know it's not just that. I'm being very right. Um, see, this is what we need. This is this is a Chris I like. Someone that's accountable for the bollocks that he comes oh, out with. Come on, you've had a second <clears> thought <throat> there, didn't you? You just thought, oh. I often do have second thoughts. something really inappropriate. My second thought usually is worse. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so we're on fucking scaffolding, uh, putting these windows in, probably about three or four floors up. And then all of a sudden, this scaffold scaffold board just goes, whoop, like flips up. Oh, what? And I see Keith drop. Disappear. But I catch him. and And I've literally got... He's sort of like his jumper, like a handful of his sort of stuff. I'm going to stop you there. It's been a while since you saved someone's life. No, no, no. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have died. He wouldn't have died. But he was like literally Fucking hanging hell, there. Man. And I'm like on my knees. And for some reason, I started laughing. <laughs> yeah. And like, not as much as that. No, no. But I, I, I've never had that re- like nervous reaction where I laugh. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. And he was going... Why are you laughing? Pull me up. <laughs> and I was just like, obviously pulling him up, yeah. but like, I was just fucking, like, it's really weird. Not my normal laugh. No. It's just like a fucking, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, this is, you know, he would have seriously hurt himself. Yeah. Like, and, uh, yeah, just seeing someone sort of almost sort of disappear, but it was a sort of, it wasn't like a gone. No. It was like a kind of where the, the, the ball went up, he sort of, it went through and it was like enough for me to think oh shit like yep. you were just to sort of you know grab someone's arm if they were going to fucking fall into something yeah, yeah. that sort of thing but then it just dropped and it was like oh fuck but yeah that, that could have been quite hairy man yeah nasty yeah. So heights uh, in- included yeah next one mate <clears throat> so my near miss for a mate I'm, right, so I've got another near miss for a mate which is snowboard I've told the story of me pulling my mate up out of a ravine, which was really... I mean, I've got to be honest, that was like a bit like that in the sense of... Uh, I was very calm and there was a little... There, well, there weren't no chuckling, actually, to be fair, but it was... That's that's the most... That's the worst I think I've ever seen. Um, yeah. I didn't have an erection. That's what was keeping me, my, uh, me yeah. solid in a stand. Yeah, it's like your earth. Yeah, oh. it was like an earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, it's like a sledge. Sledges, that's how you slow down. Yeah. If you've got a brake on a sledge, it's just something that goes yeah, in the snow. Not an anchor. <clears throat> so I'm not going to say that one. This one, again, is quite a quick one. Um, but basically, in the third year of uni, I had uh, a drum kit. And my I, I worked really hard in the third year. But the, the Friday night was my... Friday night and Saturday night was my let off some steam. Oh, do you but, know what? It must be lovely if you've you've been working all week and you just think, oh, it's Friday. I can just I ain't got work tomorrow. I can just relax. No, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? You don't fucking get out, do you? has got his fucking kit out upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you selfish cunt. No, 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 no. We had we um, we lived in the whole house. There was no one else. No neighbours. No. It was right. completely detached. This building, this building, this, this is the one that you manoeuvred round cat-like on the walls. Yes, it is, right. and, and and I considered whether or not doing a because I also did a prank once, which nearly killed me. I mean, that was a near miss. You you hammered navigating your way around I, that wall. Oh yeah, wasn't definitely, it? definitely. I've got another one similar to that, and I've done this a couple of times. And um, but again, there I I, I did it. Um, where, where just as a wind up, I'm de- deviating. But one night, I thought I'd annoy everyone by putting eggs in their pillows. 
And then, uh, do it. So, so, um, so some went, someone went to bed, put their head on the pillow, and was like, Scrambled. What fucking gun? What one of you? Like, and it must have taken less than 10 seconds for them all to think, This is Chris. This is this is the work. This is the work. This is the work of that twat. I ran into my bedroom and locked the door, and then Greg and Paul all found it funny to literally board up my door with by nailing it together and putting wood on it and drilling screws in it. But what I did is climbed out my window that was three stories up. And again, you don't know that you don't know that that probably isn't a fatality falling that high, but it's a it's breakages and, yeah. and a trip to hospital at, at best. Mm. And then I, I called out of mine, went across the ledge, went into my friend's bedroom window that was open, and then while they thought they'd locked me in the room, proceeded to put more eggs in their pillows, basically. And then that was literally a snuck past them. Anyway, that's not my story. My story is, on that drum kit, every Friday night, we would have band night. And my mate um, Paul would sing, like Jim Morrison, because we were really into the doors at the time. Um, I mean, when I say like Jim Morrison... You know what I mean, like an, an attempt at make, make, making passing air over his vocal cords. My mate was, yeah. My mate, my mate would, um, is was a great guitarist, and I was a terrible drummer. But it, that didn't matter, right? We had a great time, mm. and we get very drunk and that. But I, I broke my only drum, uh, my second, not my only drumstick, one of my drumsticks, and then for like about three months. Because we were broke, because we'd spend our money on sort of like bottles of red wine, Stella, and a, a ten bag of weed. That was our night, right? I would be drumming with a half broken drumstick, but the, where how it had broken? Obviously, it wasn't. I never thought of taping it up. The sharp end of it was brutally sharp. You could easily kill someone with it, you know, if you stabbed them. Like it's like a stake. It was. It was. It was awful. I never thought about doing it. Anyway, after one of our songs, I was getting carried away or whatever. And I bang, bang, bang. And then I intentionally just threw this drumstick with no real sort of intent of what I was doing with it. They bounced off the skin. Well, yeah, 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 cool. And I, but I didn't do that. I, hadn't, I wasn't even throwing it at the, the drum, the kit. And I didn't throw it in the direction, even in the direction of my friends, right? And the room was, was a big room. And in terms of a bedroom at uni, it was... It was Nearly four of the, the floor, uh, yeah, no, easily the floor space of this room four times. It was fucking massive, my room. Hmm. And I threw this drumstick and it bounced off one wall, off another wall, up into Paul's face, the sharp side up, and it gashed his eye there. Like, cut his face there. I mean, he's saying, like, literally, he's, he's pointing about an inch under his eye. Yeah. And I, I, I was in shock. Like, hey, Paul was not that bad. He was like, oh, fuck, what was that? Mm. But I was in shock because, yeah. not proper shock, not like colour-drained yeah. shock, you know, not that. But I was really shook up because I'd nearly blinded a mate. Like, I really had. I mean, they should make a documentary about this band. I mean, it sounds as fucking wild as the doors. Oh, mate, it was quite. Two people were, had come to band night and thrown up in their, <laughs> and slept in their own six. So... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was quite rock and roll. I will say that. We did like the old um, magic mushrooms at the time as well. What's your number? I think it's three, monsieur. Um. Hmm. Um. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, so... I'm going to do... This is my two, isn't it? Yeah, uh, no. Is it your two? I started, didn't I? So it must be your three. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so I... Um, me and, and Cunt and Mr. Gels, and we, we would all go to London in Cunt's car, um, you know, a couple of nights every week, and we'd either mm-hmm. go to, like, clubs or gigs mm-hmm. like, when, we was, when we was young lads. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's, a, it's a drive that you've done... Countless times up the A13 God in London, mate. I do it every yeah. And uh, anyway, we was just sitting in his red escort estate. Uh, I was in the front with him, and, and at that point, we would literally have like a few mates in the back and someone laying down in the boot of the estate. Yeah. Like, um, and uh, and there was a a lorry in front, like all, all sort of strapped down with. Loads and loads of logs. Oh my god! This is final destination. Uh, it, this is final destination, uh, and none of us paid any attention to it yeah. because we was too busy caught up talking about music, boobs, yeah. and everything else that young lads talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the lights turned green, cars, the, the lorries pulled away, cunts pulled away, stalled. Oh god. So we've still stopped, and then as that lorry's pulled away, all the logs just went <laughs> off the back of the lorry. No way. <coughs> it should have been my one, this, I guess. Um, and I wish that he was here this week to verify it, because it sounds insane. Yeah. But it's 100% legit. The Obviously, whatever motion that lorry had pulling away, it was enough to trigger these these like logs to just roll off the back of the, the 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 truck onto the floor. Thankfully, not the the car. Yeah, yeah, mate, that's pretty crazy. Mm. Did did it do any damage around you? Or was no, you sort of it was like it's, I reckon only about six or seven fell off. Mm-hmm. Like, it weren't like the whole lot just went mm. and wrote the road off. But no. obviously, it, it caused a lot of fucking problems because. Fucking Had he not stalled it, do you reckon you'd have been hit by him? Uh, maybe, like. Yeah. Yeah. 
How far are you from the back of a car at a traffic lights? Not far, is it? Half a metre. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, but there ain't a lot more no, than actually, that, in it? No, actually, in truth, when you, when you queue up, it is. Yeah, oh, no. on that road going into London. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All right. Um, and everybody's generally an eager beaver, but I mm. think it was the fact that we were so distracted, mm-hmm. the fact that we had a carload of us all fannying around. Mm-hmm. I like the beaver when you're talking about logs. Well done. He didn't mean it. All oh, right, that's quite scary. It was. Well, it weren't. It was like fuck. You know, that's mad. Like, mm. and and again, when you're young, you don't really see the enormity of what just happened, do you? You just no. think, fuck. You know, that's a good story yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, boobs. Right, um, right, okay. Number two. Um, yeah. All right, I'll do this one. My number one would probably be that one I said, a snowball. I'm going to give you another snowballing one because this felt like we'd, we'd, we'd uh, got ourselves in up shit, shit creek. I've got, I could do a top five of times when we're like, hold on, what's, I think we've gone wrong here. Like yeah. from going off piste, like climbing up the sides of mountains and going, ah. Oh, this is like this is treacherous now, and um, but this isn't. This is this is no. This is not rock and roll at all. So basically, as much as I like to fancy myself as a half decent snowboarder, for how long I've done it anyway, um, the one thing I've always been notoriously bad at is button lifts. So these but these little button lifts they drag you up, and when you're a snowboarder, it drags you up like under your crotch and, and, and by one leg because your other leg is unattached, and. Like, if you're on, like, an indoor snow centre or whatever, I'm fine on them because it's only, like, a three-minute, four-minute pull-up to the top of the thing. But some of these ones, I remember we... Where was we? We was in um, Switzerland. Some of them, they go on for fucking ten minutes, right? Especially if you're not in a a very, very popular resort, which hasn't been modernised, and they're not friendly for snowboarders. And I... So all these things were already... I get fidgety. I get bored on them as well, right? And... Um, are they comfortable? No. Incredibly uncomfortable. And I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit of a wimp for stuff like like, like this comfortable sitting, I'm going to fidget. I'm a fidget in bed, really, and stuff, well, as you well know. So I felt like... So I'm going up this button lift, and it's like, honestly a 15-minute button lift. And Ben's before us, and Ben is... Awful on a snowboard. He, he, he really is tragically bad on a snowboard, right? But he's gone up and I've fallen off. And I've got the option now of snowboarding back down to the start of that button lift. or try. But you can't really catch back onto the button lift where you are because it's too fast. You can't really grab it. And Andy's cut comes off with me because he was behind me. He's like, oh, fuck, we're going to have to stop. But Ben doesn't see us. Ben goes all the way up to the top, right? The button lift stops because it's the last run home. And we're like, right, okay. And it was getting, it was, it wasn't particularly good weather as well. And weather in snowboarding chat, when when you go out there and it changes, you can be in fucking real trouble really quickly. And um, we we spoke to Ben, and Ben had skied that. And this is like over the course of about, this is, takes about half hour, forty minutes to resolve. And Ben's like, where the fuck are you? And we're like, well, I've done a bit of a wrong in here, Ben, and we can't get up the mountain, and we're on the wrong side of the mountain. So what we did, it was we, me and Andy sort of like snowboarded just down to where, um, where it was the only real route to go at that moment, and we ended up in this fucking arse end of nowhere in this little village, right? And by this point, it's like seven o'clock, and the, the sun's starting to go, and Ben's like, "Okay, I'm gonna have to try and drive and find you," which is like trying to find a needle in a haystack, really, like. 
And and so me and Andy get to this small little prick in the snow. A small prick in the snow. Uh, or big prick in the snow. And um, hmm? me and Andy in this village, and there's not a fucking there's not a light on anywhere. It is like village of the damned. There's no one. It doesn't even look like there's anyone in. It's it's small. It's it's like th- literally three roads, and on each road there's like two or three buildings. Not all of them look like homes. Like some look like um, hay storage and shit like that. And we went round and we started knocking and there was like, there, no one was answering. And the windows looked like, to break them in, they looked super thick as well. So like our option would have been, like we, I was sat there going, Andy, we might have to stay in one of these overnight. So I'm literally sizing up what house looks like the most reasonable to break in. And honestly, they look really secure. And we started shitting ourselves, man, because the light had gone down. It, the temperature had really dropped, and we were like, I think we're a bit fucked here, mate. I don't think we're going to be staying here overnight. By some fucking miracle, Simo has got, like, um, a great memory for driving. He's always been teetotal. You know Ben, right? You know, he's a details man. And he's like, I remember... I remembered where that ski lift was in conjunction to when we drove here two nights ago. Drove past here two nights ago. So I figured it might be along this road. Because we weren't... By that point, we were getting no reception either because of the mountain. And he just drives past us and we're like, Ben, he's like, yeah. And we're like, we couldn't believe our luck, mate. We were like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking... Very humbling, Mother Nature, when it it turns and it starts getting dark. (coughs) It's going to have you. Yeah. You won't walk away from it. You yeah. won't win. You won't win. You've, well, God, of course, you've you've had a few of those, haven't you? Went with the swimming and the wild swimming and that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, nothing. More, more Brad. Um, well, when he was crying his eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Right. Uh, you're number one. Is it? Yeah. No, you're number two. Sorry. Uh. I think it. I think it. Um, I think it is my one. No, definitely number two, mate. Because I started, so I'm going to get to my number one first. All right. Um, it's a quick one. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know? I'll save that for me number one. Um, <clears throat> so my number two was um, an incident where um, I was in a. Uh, I, I was at my mate's house, um, yeah. Nick from. Um, Math and manliness, and uh, <clears throat> and we'd we'd been very drunk, and he lived above the the shops around the corner, and uh, and there was a guy that was living with us, uh, living with him at the time, uh, in one of the rooms, uh, who was a, a big old lump, and was a was was actually at the time at, at security on uh, TFI Friday, not TGI Friday, yeah, yeah. the TV show, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and he was a big boy, and I don't know what happened, but. Um, me and Nick were upstairs and, and we heard um, a furore downstairs. Yeah. And there was just loads of these lads starting on, on our mate Barry. Fucking hell. Uh, and so Nick's not good in situations mm-hmm. like that. I'm not great, but mm-hmm. I, my, my purpose was to go down there and stop it. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, and so I've gone down and... <clears throat> excuse me. Just gone up, fucking hell, right? Leave it out. There's loads of you on mm. one, one, mm. one fella. Thankfully, none of them. They <coughs> went, well, there's two of you now. Yeah. Well, thankfully, that didn't happen. Thankfully, none of them decided to kind of just yeah. start on me because I wasn't being threatening. I was just no. saying, fucking hell, like, yeah. hopefully giving them a moment mm. of realization mm. that they're all bashing one guy up. And, uh, 
And then it kind of escalated a little bit, and 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 all of a sudden, I did start to think, oh, hang on a minute, I, I could be getting involved yeah. in this here. I don't, I don't really fancy this. And then there's a bit of a loon where we live mm. that's not really to be messed with. Yeah, and he come out of his front door with a machete. <laughs> God, and me being the biggest bloke there, yeah, he went what's the fuck's going on? And then just pointed the knife at me <laughs> and went, what's your fucking problem? Oh, no. And I was like, well, I ain't got a problem with you, mate. Mm. And then he's, he's kind of come forward and he's literally just said, do you do you want this? And I thought, if that's a question, the answer is definitely no. <laughs> and I was like, nah. 100% no. And then at that point, from up the, the, the stairs by the side of the shop's Nick was there and he, he just basically said, I phoned the police. And uh, and at that point, this guy's gone, I don't give a fuck. And I just thought, right, this is his distraction now. He's talking to Nick. I'm having it on my toes. Mm. So I've run mm-hmm. and he's chased and I've run up the stairs. Fuck Bear in mind, the fellow that we mate. went to help, yeah. he's now not even involved in this. No. It's and, and all the other lads, all of a sudden it's become about me when I've had nothing to do with any of it other yeah. than to try and stop it. Oh so I've like gosh, run up yeah. these stairs and I'm going, running along the kind of, almost like the sabotage video, running along the outside of the, the, the walkways to the flats. And I was like, Nick, get in the fucking flat now. And then he went, and I went, the door's shut. And he went, oh, I've locked us out. And I remember just running through the door. Really? And, and I just literally just run and just threw myself through the door to try and break it open. And the top panel was glass. Yeah, mm. I've got scars on my back where all the glass like, can come down and cut mm. on my back. <clears throat> Luckily, all the hair covers in there. Exactly, unless the kids shave it off. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, sort of slammed the door shut. And we just put, like, put this mattress in front of the, the, the hole. And then... The mentality of this, I mean, the, the close escape was obviously mm-hmm. the fact that I thought I was going to get fucking whacked with a machete. Yeah. But the crowning glory of this was once we'd got in and shut the door and, and we put this mattress in front of the door and, and brought it out, Nick then got um, fire lighting fluid, barbecue fire, doused the mattress in it and went, I'll set fire to it and then he can't come in. And I was like, we're in. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, Nick. We're oh in. Oh, my God. Like, we, we'll just burn in this. And then, obviously, it, it the, the problem went away. Some, did he, he see you or not? Did he know where you was? Or he, he, uh, I've seen him loads since. No, what I mean is, did he run past the door? Did no, no, no. He knew where he was, but we'd shut the door and he, mm. he couldn't really get in. Mm. He, you know, he was not sort of... He didn't try and force How his did way you resolve in. it? What, what? So, the police turned up. Right. And, uh, and then, obviously, he's disappeared. And uh, we, we didn't sort of grass on him. No. And uh, and then they've come in and they've just gone, so what happened? I said, oh, this, there's a fire, blah, blah. I explained what I've just said on, the, on here. Yeah. And I said, and then, you know, I got chased with someone with a knife. Yeah. And, and they went, what? And he smashed the door in. And like tried to burn your flat. Mm. And I was like, nah. <laughs> and I was like, well, he locked us out. So I threw myself through the door <laughs> and then he dashed the mattress in barbecue lighting fluid because he thought it would keep them out. If we said, no, and you could just see him putting their pad away, just thinking, come on, let's go. Uh, but, uh, 
yeah, that was a catastrophe night, and and I think that was the closest I've ever got to maybe the axe attack. Probably that. The, 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 no, the axe attack was closer, I think, to actually getting killed. Mm. But that night, I thought, oh, I'm going to get a big fucking white round of chops with a machete. I don't really want this because no. I've done nothing wrong. No, that's mad that mm. you've gone. Your intention was to help someone out. Yeah. And then some man. I've had a couple of cuts. This isn't my. This isn't my number one. But I have had. Like I always used to joke about, you know, the the the, the, the Birmingham pub that I worked in was was quite rough. I mean, I had some quite insane encounters in there with armed people. I never had guns pointed in my face. Yeah. I had one occasion people where people died, man. <laughs> I remember one occasion where well, people were getting shot around there, though. Mm. That's the thing. I had one occasion where a friend of mine had said he's armed tonight, and he and he started giving me shit Love over over the price Would of a plant. Right. Yeah, about the girl. <laughs> um, no, she was unarmed. Oh, right. And um, yeah, and 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 that was a weird one because you can't show over over weakness to people like that, but also you can't push them to the point where you're challenging there. Mm. That's a very weird thing to get right. That and yeah. and uh, yeah. Anyway, uh. so yeah, I've I've had that. It's it's, it's horrible. I'm not like that. Like, I knew mm. the guy was armed, but he weren't waving a fucking machete at me, yeah. put it that way. But it still was like a... <clears throat> and I had another instance in Birmingham where my friend, um, we were out in a, a club called The Sports Is this Bar. one of your... No, it isn't. I can't stop giving examples. Um, we got... My friend got in a fight with a guy who was... Uh, at 21, there was nothing of me. There really... I, I was tiny. I was yeah. scrawny as fuck. And... Um, <laughs> I think that you you now. But... <laughs> He got in a fight with a guy who, Mike was fearless. He was even smaller than me, and he was in the right. Mike Fearless is a good name. Mike Fearless. But the funny thing is, even though he was in the right, the size of this bloke, it almost, to me, would have just been like, I wouldn't, I, I don't feel like I need to labour the point yeah. that I was that right to this guy. Because Mike had ended up, it sounds funny, but Mike had poured a beer on a girl. It's because this girl had punched him twice in the genitals. Right. Um... For, for, for just bit, she was just a scab. She was just a horrible girl. And um, for a while. this bloke, when you got bit your beer on me, and Mike said, "I'm really sorry. Let me buy you a drink." You know, it, th- this is the situation with this girl. She's repeatedly done this um, and kicked me in the balls twice now. Mm. And I, I, I poured a bit of, it. and this bloke went, "No, fuck you," and said a few other words to Mike. And Mike just went, "Fuck off, mate," and pushed this guy. The guy didn't move. The guy was up. Absolute mountain stew. He was absolutely massive, ripped as well. Not fat. He was just brutally big, and he 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 turned and just in the act of turning, I couldn't see my friend anymore because he turned to face Mike, and this bloke was so big. All I could see with his back was his back, and then I heard him hit Mike, and it it sat like it was horrible. This punch. It landed so hard. And I thought, I think my mate's going to get absolutely destroyed here. And I jumped up behind him, put my, my arm around his neck like that and kicked out both of the backs of his knees. It was like pure ninja shit. But then the thing was, that guy landed on, like how he landed in that, he landed pretty much almost in the advantage. He was almost in my guard, but I didn't know anything about I didn't know what guard was dead at all. And he started to climb up me, you know, to, to, to get above me. And I managed to knee him right in the head as he was by by my mid midriff, and right at that moment, I don't know if it had, it must have done quite a lot of damage. What I did, but I honestly don't know what. 
and and luckily two doormen literally scooped him both arms underside of him and started dragging him out of the club and I thought if they weren't there and that hadn't have knocked him out I think I was going to back to get absolutely butchered basically mm. anyway that's not my number one right <coughs> sorry for boring you my number one is um have you do you remember that advert where it was like it was like uh superman climbing up a building and then all of a sudden superman falls off and lands and hits the floor and he's a dead that was and, you <laughs> yeah and you know it's and then it's about drinking when you're yeah. abroad well i did that but i didn't do the falling off bit but i look back now and i'm like i'm i'm terrified of what i did and there was uh, a mate of ours who'd gone home early and we didn't like the thought of that. And I was shit-faced and I climbed up all the scaffolding of this house in order to get in. And it wasn't like, like to, to start the scaffolding, but by the second floor, I had to like monkey, I don't know, what is that when you're like just monkey hanging or whatever across, you know, it was only, it was only about six foot of a gap. But that was two stories up as well. And and then swinging and doing other shit. And I just look at that, Stu, and it terrifies me to think I was very, I was very, very pissed. I got in and woke him up and got him back out. Mm. But the thought of what I did that night was just, it, mate, it scares the shit out of me to this day. That look, You know, if I ever had kids, I, I just God don't think I'd it. sleep again. I don't think I'd sleep again. Yeah. I was absolutely worried about, you know... Yeah, that's that's like that's dumb shit. Really stupid. Yeah, it's a near miss because it was absolute. Some of these are you deserve to die for that. Oh, I deserve to. Like, weirdly, a couple of years later, back in Birmingham, one of Mike's friends. How weird, tenuous link this is. One of Mike's friends from Bristol, DJ, has got scars running from the inside of his elbow down to his wrist. Not, maybe not that long, but he on holiday fell out back out of a window off just the first story and landed backwards like that and put broke both his arms and both of his bones tore through each well, side of his Preston. arms. Oh, no, that's mad. I mean, that's you want to hear about falling out of a window in what the happens? most horrific... So listen to our episode that we've done, oh, blimey, probably a year and a half ago now with um, Preston, uh, the Ordinary Boys and, and such. That's a that's a good top five, that's what I want it. One of our best. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's a good, yeah, it's a good, I forgot all about that one. That's a cracker. That. It's a great top five because it isn't, <clears throat> it's the most unformatted top five, even for us. Preston yeah. starts with his, mentions his number one, I think, and then we, that's right. We skip all all over it and it was fucking brilliant. Yeah. It was a really good top five. Um, my number one is, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a quick one. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's cunt again. Mm. <laughs> and, and it's just watching, uh, something that was one of them things that if that got caught on video would be so viral. <laughs> so uh, I reckon maybe eight years ago, Cunt the Gang played the toothbrush um, on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and as you can imagine, if listeners are aware of his work now, you know, if they've listened to that episode and have gone and checked it out, it's not for everyone. And yeah. sometimes if you're at a, an event, and I'm sure lots of comedians know this, and somebody's on stage being funny, some people don't like that. If they think that they're funny and they like attention, they don't like it when people are laughing and watching someone else. Yeah. So this guy decided what he was going to do to show his displeasure was throw a full can of beer at cunt. 
whilst he was performing on stage. Jesus. Uh, as I think we might have mentioned, like, Cunt likes playing football. It's one of his uh, things that he still does to this day. Um, so I'm sort of in the DJ booth watching the gig, controlling the, the sand for yeah. his backing track. And then I've just seen this guy kind of lift himself up on his toes and just throw a full can of red stripe. And I thought, that's going to hit cunt. And he caught it in his vision, stepped to the side, caught it on the volley. What, kicked it? Straight back, smashed the geezer's teeth. <laughs> no way. The guy was outside going insane. I had to patch him up in the, in the medical room, just trying to go get him thrown out. And I'm like, you threw a full can of beer at him and it happened to get kicked back in your face. There's your fucking justice, mate. That's crazy yeah. that you did that, It was man. amazing. Literally just went, caught a split second, whack, bang, smash, straight back in his face. That's one of those things where you think you completed life. That yeah. was like on the drunk cast when Jimmy Havoc tried to draw on me and I was concealing a Nerf gun down my pants and managed to pull it out and shoot him in the eye. That wasn't before... a Nerf gun. <laughs> My jizz. That was a fun gun. <laughs> he loved every drop of it. That was a fun top five. Yeah. We like that. Okay. Um, gonna, should we record another one? Let's fucking do it, mate. Right, let's, let's fuck let's this do one it. off. And let's, um, uh, let's I might tell one. you my green finger story. What, on the next one? Yeah. All right, cool. Right, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Listen, dickheads, we've got a Patreon. Now, that Patreon, there's going to be a lot of exclusive stuff from when we do this little mini tour, mm-hmm. and, and that's what's going to finance it as well. Yeah. Uh, so uh, each week we do put another episode out on Patreon yeah. from as little as $5? Um, $1 if you don't want any extra content for yeah. $10 is where you start getting heaps of content. So that works out uh, maybe £1.80 a week yeah. uh, and you get, um, I mean, if you've never been a Patreon, you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck because yeah. you can go back and probably listen to what, 70 episodes yeah, now? Yeah, man. Like, nice, 70 episodes that have I never... I think there's more... Yeah. Genuinely. So just go and get um, stuck in. And, and the Patreon is a thing that, you know, pays the, the, the fucking up, pays for the petrol for Chris to come here and Keeps do the this. And, like, and literally does pay for the microphones and the batteries mm-hmm. for the recorder and literally all of these mm-hmm. stupid little bits and pieces. And it's going to pay for us to get a, an Airbnb mm-hmm. and, and, and put some juice in the tank and try and keep the events yep. as, you know, that we win this little mini to free, if not. Like yes. super super cheap. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, any support that you can give us over there, he's 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 really fucking important. Yeah, and, man. And, and and yeah, and we can't thank you enough. I think that's where I'm gonna tell the green finger story. I don't think no one wants to miss the green finger story. You, me. Oh, I mean all I'll say is if there's a reason to join Patreon, I don't know the green story finger. <laughs> the green finger story, mm. sorry. But I have seen a picture of <laughs> Chrissy's shit in a toilet and it's green. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, there's, you, you, you're leaving the breadcrumbs there, but there's, there is, it's a love, love, lovely backstory to how all this pans out, really. Pans out, lovely, mm, doesn't okay. it? <laughs> Clever. Thanks to RG Linear for yep. your top five today, mate. And thanks you lot, uh, Patreon or not, thank you lot for listening. And uh, if you don't want to be a Patreon, I'll tell you what you can do. Go and leave a comment on iTunes, mm. or go and subscribe, mm. or go on the socials and go... Listen, there's these two dicks that do this fucking nonsense chit-chat in a shed every week. Go and listen to it. Introduce your mates to it. And if you do that, she'll give you a twist and cup. Oh, yeah? Sorry. I've butted in yet again. I just want to 
quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast, and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, um, there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes, so if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.